0: Welcome to the Holistically Healthy Podcast, where I, Sedona Tregoning, nutritional therapy practitioner and NASM certified trainer, bust health myths and teach you how to become the healthiest, most confident version of you. Hello, and welcome back to the Holistically Healthy Podcast. So today I have on Shannon, who's actually one of our coaches on Team Whole Nothing Back, and she is OFNC certified and NASM certified. But she's also one of our coaches that helps with more of like the functional cases. And especially she's had her own set of gut issues. So she's also super passionate about internal health. So I wanted to bring her on today to just kind of talk about gut health and what you can do if you notice that you're bloated. So with that being said, I want to turn it over to you, Shannon, and just kind of say hi and, and maybe just talk a little bit about your journey with your gut before we get into things.
1: Yeah. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so my journey with gut health was a pretty long one just because, I, you know, I didn't know that bloating every single day wasn't normal and not going to the bathroom every single day wasn't normal and brain fog wasn't normal just because I was uneducated. I There really wasn't much talk when I first started experiencing these kinds of things regarding gut health and what I could do to really fix that. You know, I was active in the gym. I was working out three to four times a week, drinking enough water, going on walks, like doing all the right things seemingly and i i just didn't understand why i was feeling this way why i was waking up and felt like i had a rock in my stomach and it was just making me miserable making me you know cranky and just <laughs> not a, not a happy human overall so yeah i mean basically i took the steps and I started working with you and realized that there was, you know, some things going on that I needed to solve. I needed to cut gluten out of my diet because it was found that I have an intolerance. It was also found that I had some, you know, minor bacterial overgrowths and intestinal permeability likely due to having gluten with an intolerance and things like that. So sadly, I had to cut out gluten. I remember having a conversation with you and you were like, I think it's just really simple. Like, stop eating bagels and bread every single day. I was like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but it wasn't until I got the GI map back that I was like, okay, I have to take this seriously if I want to feel better. And yeah, just the the progress and the improvement in my day to day and my mindset and everything is just so much better. And I questioned myself every single day if I had just cut out gluten earlier, but I'm glad I finally did it. And I'm glad I'm finally sticking to it. And Making gut health a priority. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We both can't have gluten, and we've
0: both been gluten-free for a while. But it's funny, like, when we go out, because we also see each other, we're both from Connecticut, and we're both gluten-free, and everyone else is, like, eating bread and stuff. But, yeah, so, you know, I'm really excited to talk to you about this, because I feel like a lot of people... Experience bloating and they don't know where to to go and they don't know if bloating is normal because of things that they see online and so I really just want to help everyone that's hand bloated now. What I, what do I do? Just like help them with the next steps. So okay, I figured it would be a good idea to go over like okay, let's say we are onboarding a client. And like I said, they have the bloating. How do we go about it? So. I'm first. I I'm first going to go over how I kind of look at bloating, like what what I find is normal versus not normal, and then I'd love your input. But when it comes to bloating, first of all, some people are like, "How do I know if I'm bloated?" I mean, unless you've been bloated your entire life, you're you should know what it's like to feel bloated. Like you're going to feel heavier. Maybe it's maybe like after you eat a certain meal, you notice that your stomach is more descended than other times. Maybe it comes in a company with like gas as well. Maybe wake up and you're just like feel heavy already. Maybe it's something that's more chronic. But those are the things that are bloating. And and it's not just, okay, I don't have a totally flat stomach. That's not really going to be bloating. It's going to be accompanied by something like that's feeling more uncomfortable. Would you say the same thing?
1: Yes. Yeah. And I actually, I've been having conversations a lot about this on Instagram because people are like, There's so drastic two sides of the equation where it's like bloating is normal, but it's almost like encompassed in this body positivity thing. And it's like, love your body no matter what. But when we're talking about bloating, that's a sign that something's wrong and with your health that you need to figure out. And then there's that other side that's no bloating, never, never like any point is normal and things like that. And as women, we know that, you know, there are going to be fluctuations in our hormones and times when we get bloated versus not. But yeah, I mean, there's a total difference, too, between your stomach being distended after eating a meal and feeling chronically bloated on a daily basis to the point where it can it can be painful.
0: Yeah. And I talk about this sometimes, but it's like sometimes people make me feel bad for because it's like, why are you making people come up with problems in their head that they normally don't think that they like they wouldn't have? It's one of those things where like when you become aware, it's kind of like, wow, like there's actually things that are wrong, like the whole ignorance is bliss type of thing. But, I mean, it's harmful, so it's good to educate people on what bloating is and why it's not great because it's it's good for them to know, okay, the bloating might be causing all of the other symptoms that I'm experiencing, like the brain fog and the irritability and the hormone issues. And so when we just normalize bloating, we're kind of telling people, hey, you're crazy. You don't actually have those symptoms. There's not anything causing them. So I think it, I don't know if that made sense, but I think it's good to recognize that, that bloating is actually a thing that can be fixed. So let's say the person we tell the client, the potential client, that um, we decide that it is bloating.
1: So what would you want to look at from there to see what's causing that? Well, foundational things are going to be stress. I mean, that's always going to be something that I ask. Like, are you working a high-stress jo- job? Or are you just a stressed-out individual? Are you a mother or a father? things like that. So we really assess stress as being literally number one all the time. And then from there, we'll kind of teeter into sleep just because a lot of the times, you know, if your sleep is poor, well, what could be causing that is stress. So we'd like to start there. But if you're just someone that, you know, likes to stay up really late, but you have to be up early for work, you're not going to be sleeping well. And that in turn, too, could, you know, stress your body out a little bit more. So those two things are going to be absolute staples um, that we really check on. And then from there, it'll be things like possible food intolerances. So the first place I like to start after nailing down the basics, of course, is removing, you know, possible intolerances. So potentially removing gluten for three to four weeks. Are they having dairy for every meal, every single day? Maybe that's a trigger. And then from there, obviously, we're going to look at, you know, are they active? Are they working in a desk job, coming home and not moving when they get home from work and things like that? And then from there, we're we're going to kind of take it a little bit more seriously, maybe consider some testing. You know, if they cut out these inflammatory foods for X amount of time and they're getting 8 to 10K steps a day, awesome sleep, no stress, things like that, then we, we would consider testing and seeing what more could be going on. Yeah, just to talk about the
0: stress too. So that's something that is near and dear to me because I still have issues with stress, which I'm continuing to resolve. But it's like, every time i don't change anything with my nutrition but every time i find like an emotional release like do some somatic breath work or meditation i notice that my bloating is so much less so even just anecdotally stress is huge and stress will also even if it's not necessarily causing like bloating it can cause more puffiness and water retention because cortisol our stress hormone has a direct impact on our water retention so that's another thing to think about too and so some of you may have heard the whole rest and digest versus the fight or flight kind of states, like the parasympathetic versus the sympathetic states. And so when we're obviously in that fight or flight state, when we have those stressors, we're not resting and digesting. So it's going to slow down digestion as well, which, again, can cause more bloating. And then another thing, like you had said, too, with the elimination diet. So sometimes if we find that people are, quote unquote, doing everything right, like we have a decent foundation and they're eating decently healthy like not having a lot of artificial sweeteners etc sometimes it is just where they have foods that they're intolerant to for whatever reason or maybe they have intestinal permeability or quote-unquote leaky gut and so the proteins of that food are getting into the bloodstream the immune system is having a response to it so maybe it is good like you said to do the elimination diet so that's something else that we recommend to people but Also, so when you're saying that testing might be a good idea, all those things, like we try and there's nothing else that we can find that we can kind of adjust to help them get relief. What are some other signs that come with, let's say, a bacterial overgrowth or something that we would
1: want to get testing for? Something huge is, I mean, obviously issues using the bathroom, whether it's constipation or diarrhea, that's going to be a sign that something more is going on. Gas, though, if you're extremely gassy and it has like a pretty pungent like egg smell to it, that is like a key sign of possible SIBO. So then at that point, I'm always wondering, SIBO doesn't usually just occur on its own, what's causing the SIBO? So I like to, right at that point, I always just say, hey, maybe we should just go straight into testing. And then as well, things like, you know, dandruff, thrush on your tongue could be a sign of a yeast overgrowth, which is something that you can discovered through a GI map as well as skin irritation. So like an overload of acne, this could be hormonal or it could come from your nutrition and, and your gut health as well. Psoriasis and dry skin and fragile nails and things like that. So we have a whole symptoms assessment that we kind of go through and and now I'm at the point where I can kind of figure out is this just possibly get a of tolerance to food or is it most likely something more? So I still like to, you know, take the first month to eliminate everything, just kind of get that client feeling better and then really kind of step into the GI map once we see which symptoms are left unresolved at that point.
0: Yeah, I agree. Because people can typically feel a lot better, like manage symptoms, but it's getting to the root cause. Because even with SIBO or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, a low FODMAP diet can typically be really helpful because it's the bacteria is not feeding on those like FODMAPs. But also you don't want to be restricted with food forever. So eventually, the goal is to be able to introduce all foods and not have issues. Unless for whatever reason, you can't have dairy or gluten. Those are things that sometimes you just have to cut out completely. So something that I wanted to ask you too was, I don't like, I'm not super big on TikTok anymore. Actually, I don't look at TikTok, but I know that, I think, do you post on TikTok? I'm trying my best. It's not going well. <laughs> I like, for, I completely forget about it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was at too. So I, and then I just, the only thing I would do is scroll. So I was like, I'm just going to delete it but um when you look at tiktok i know that there are a lot of trends on there for like relieving bloating and stuff like that so what are some i feel like it'd be a good idea to like bust some myths right now that you find that people are saying this will get rid of bloating or
1: heal their gut what are some that you see i it's not on tiktok but Arbon calling that company out <laughs> they have these influencers on instagram who i never i've commented on a few i either get deleted or just ignored. But now that I've been like interacting with their posts, I see them all the time. They have this deep, it's literally called a de-bloat drink. And you ask these influencers, well, what's in it that's going to fix my gut? And they don't respond They because they don't know. They just know maybe it did improve their bloating, maybe. But then I always ask also, well, what's going to happen if I stop taking it? and then I don't get a response. So, this is a total band-aid. It's kind of like greens powders. Like, greens powders might be beneficial for, you know, just adding into your diet, not for the sole purpose of healing your gut or getting rid of bloating. There's a time and place and there are very specific brands that would be, you know, good choices there. But with this Arbonne bloat drink, man, these posts, they're always the same from different girls. But it says my skin is cleared. My bloating's gone. My hair is the best it's ever been. But all questions are pretty much ignored with regards to what it is, what's going to happen if I stop taking it. Am I just expected to spend money on this for the rest of my life? And it's just harmful. It's harmful, and it is totally just a marketing scam. Throw your money at this company for the rest of your life, but you're never actually going to heal. You're never actually going to get answers about why you're bloating every single day. So that's just the number one that I can think of when you when you mention that.
0: Yeah, I mean that. I don't. I've actually I've heard of the company, but I haven't seen that. But it's just like so harmful because people should not be recommending supplements in general. Like if I ever post about something and I recommend it. I'm like, okay, but don't take it if you're taking X, Y, and Z. You're like always consult with your doctor because there are certain things too that are not going to work well with like medications if you're taking a medication. So even just for that alone, like you should not be taking random things. And then really like what you should be doing is you should be taking the money that you're going to spend on the supplements and investing that into a practitioner that can help you. So yeah, I mean, even like with apple cider vinegar, that's actually something that we use with our clients. But when you see it, I saw there was, I think it was a while ago, people were taking it on TikTok. Well, people are taking a shot. First of all, that's going to eventually like degrade your esophagus lining because it's so acidic. And not only that, but, you know, if you have something like an H. pylori overgrowth, it's not going to help with bloating. It's going to make it worse or potentially could make it worse. And it's not one size fits all. Like that's the thing with gut health is When we talk about bloating, there could be so much that's going on. And, you know, I've talked to like a naturopaths that have been practicing for years and years and um, registered dietitians or nutritionists. And even with them, it's, it's really a guessing game in the beginning, working with someone. You can't you can never really know exactly what's going on unless maybe
1: you get testing. But even if there's a bacterial overgrowth, what caused that, you know? So, yeah. yeah. And that's what bothers me about these products, too, is it really is. It's a one size fits all and like just spend money on me and I'll make you feel better. But wouldn't you want to, Like you said, I'm, if you have to keep buying that supplement for potential years. Wouldn't you want to just save that money and get you somebody who can literally look at you as an entire person, learn all there is to know about you and actually heal you so that you never have to spend money on these products or, you know, another coach, honestly, again, or another doctor, naturopath, whatever the case is. Because then you, it just will literally actually change your whole life and not just put a band-aid over what's actually going on.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, so actually outside of supplements, I mean, there are things that literally everyone can do to help with bloating, but not supplements. That's going to be like walking after meals, going to be getting in regular exercise, lowering stress, I mean, meditation, journaling, chewing your food into a paste. But I mean, other than that, really, I think it's mostly targeted
1: supplementation and dietary changes. Would you say, did I miss anything? No, those are the staples. And just getting in complete meals a day. Don't wait out like half a day between your meals. Like don't just have breakfast and then dinner. Try to have at least three well-structured meals per day. Yeah, and really everything else is so targeted. That's where like I want to give people free advice, but I'm
0: like, I don't know if that's a good idea because I don't really know much about you, you know? yeah even with digestive enzymes that's a big thing too or probiotic if you take a probiotic strain which admittedly i screwed this up one time i recommended a probiotic before i got testing from a client and it did not sit well with them because come to find out they actually already had a high strain of that bacteria or like enzymes let's say that you don't need help digesting fat but you take it and enzyme with ox bile that's going to increase your bilirubin and it's going to place a lot of stress on your body so Yeah, just be careful with the things that you recommend and just try and get targeted support and and if you can't do that, just work on the basics and really just lower
1: stress. And honestly, if you're not even able to get the foundations down, you don't want to get sleep down, you don't want to get stress managed, then these supplements are only going to do so much for you in the long run anyways. Like after taking them for a few times, your body's going to probably just adjust. That's what happened to me with the greens and the reds that I was taking. I was convinced that they were solving my bloating and fixing my gut health but really my body pretty much adjusted after the first few times i was like this is great but because i wasn't cutting out the food that i was intolerant to and i you know wasn't healing my gut actually my body stopped responding to these things
0: yeah exactly so hopefully with this episode you guys can kind of understand what you should do if you are experiencing bloating if you know you're wondering if you're even bloating if that's normal or not if you're just having more food in your stomach you know this should be helpful and if you guys want to work with us too then you can always head to our instagrams mine is obviously i mean you probably came from my instagram it's just my name underscore t and then shannon what's your instagram legs with shan cool yeah so we both have links in our bio to apply and there also should be a link in the show notes not allowed that for how to apply to work with us but thank you shannon this is really fun and we'll have you on again yay thanks for having me okay bye bye thanks again for listening to the holistically healthy podcast if you enjoyed make sure to leave a review as i will be picking one of you to win a free consultation with me every quarter if you want more information or immediate help head to www.wholenothingback.net and apply for coaching